Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of A Pre-Match. Can I get the, the rest of the finish of the sentence for me, please? Pre-Match Mutei. Mutei, Mutei. That's what, exactly what we need, Arsenal, at the moment. Yo. Hey, <laughs> we need some What's strong up? stuff. What's up? What's up, gentlemen? We've got in the house the coach Denga, Wonga Denga, in fact. We've got <laughs> Matthias Matthew Le- Levy, Daniel Levy's right hand, man. Um, <laughs> only because that's where he puts his whiskey bottle on your head. Am I right there, Matt? Eh? <laughs> that's what he does. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have uh, the king of the north, Coach Nick. We've got two coaches in our midst. Matt, how does that make you feel? Me? Yeah. You've got I two feel, coaches on the panel feel, with you. Yeah, I feel, I feel great. I don't know how they feel about that. You know, the two proper <laughs> coaches and me, you know. <laughs> They probably so like, you, who's this guy? What's he doing here? So let's say you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah. So I'm, any, I'm any glad updates? to be back, guys. I'm glad to be back. Yeah. It's been a while. I'm, yeah, I was gonna say I haven't seen you. It feels like ages, man. Yeah, I was pulling yeah. a bit of a Harry Kane there, not turning up for training. <laughs> I thought I'd take an extended summer <laughs> break. I mean, I have. It's not rumors of my transfer have been greatly exaggerated. I am staying with Goal Lounge. Um, obviously, Boyhood <laughs> Club. I've been here since the start. I, I came up through the ranks here, so no need to move on for me. Um, the smallest honour at Goal Lounge. Matt, Matt, Matt is lucky they honour ranks because otherwise <laughs> would be. Yeah, if, if, if there was if there was a bench, I'd be on it. <laughs> so, so you've got you've got the sort of problem where you know sort of silly season comes around and. You know, the head coach doesn't really want you, but no one else really wants you as well. Exactly. So, yeah, you know, I've got the opposite of, of Harry Kane syndrome. Um, <laughs> Claudio's stuck with me. He's been trying to fob me off to other channels. He's been dressing me up and sending me for, for, you know, doing screenshots with other people. It's just not working. No one wants me. So here I am back on the show. Desperate times. <laughs> desperate times call for desperate measures. Talk about desperate times, gents. I don't know what this means. The only... only cities active in the market seemingly at the moment are manchester and london um but we might as well start with the first big news i think it's come out like an hour or two ago greylish or greenish how do you pronounce it matt i need to go to pronunciation school but man city medical this looks like a hundred million deal across the line that's going to happen now it's 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 pretty much it's crazy um Yes, I do. I used to joke around saying people are worth 100 million. Um, even Cristiano Ronaldo wasn't worth 100 million in his day, and he was certainly he could have been. You know, even back then, he could have been sold for that much. Yeah. Uh, but now, yes, it's interesting to see how it's changed. They flip and all. Do you but know I what's think, interesting? Uh, definitely worth for, it. Yeah. For me, for me, what's quite quite funny, um, if you look at Man United themselves, Man City, in terms of what they spend in. Um, it just shows you how the Premier League has sort of pushed under the carpet this whole Super League debacle. Um, and their, their small fine of, I can't even remember what it was, it's just a slap on the wrist. And it just shows you that uh, the, the big six, if you want to call it, are just as strong as ever. Um, and and in hindsight, what's, what's actually happened is it's quite pathetic. You know, they should have actually got punished. Proper. This guy's just, he's still sour grapes there from the Saudi bit not going through. Matt, what, what, do, yeah. you think? what do you think? <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I think Grealish is a fantastic player. The, the, we've talked before about the, the nonsense of the valuations. The truth is you're worth what people are prepared to pay. 
Um, yeah. Villa put that price tag on him. City have got the money. They've paid it and they've got him in there. Um, he's a fantastic player. You could. There's a lot of question marks around whether or not City need another attacking midfielder. You know, like it's, mm. look at what they've got already available to them. Uh, they could field two sides that could probably win the league now. So there's there is that to it. But at the same time, it's similar to the Harry Kane situation. You know, how much is Grealish really going to win at Villa? Probably not much. He has an opportunity to go to City. Uh, guaranteed a lot more opportunities to win silverware. Can you begrudge him going? Same with Kane. Like as much as it hurts me to see him go, can't really begrudge him wanting to to do something different and have an opportunity. It's a career to them. They've got to look back on what they want to achieve, and the the move makes sense for 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 Villa as well to a certain extent. Yeah, he's one. Of, he's arguably the greatest player that they've had in a long time. But with 100 million pounds, they, we've already seen Villa's done some smart work in the transfer market this season. I think they're setting themselves up nicely. How do how how does, how does Man City spend 100 million pounds? I mean, they have this financial fair play. So honestly, I haven't I haven't I haven't the read the, window, the, the particulars. By the end of the window, they probably would have gone over 200 million just for two players. But continue, that's that's continue. that's the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't read the particulars about it. But now you're spending 100 million, and they're talking financial fair play, and they're going to pop another 100 million for Harry Kane. There's no one else in the Premier League. Well, maybe maybe Man United. They can pop a hundred million. And Chelsea. Let alone, yeah, they've let alone another another hundred for another player. And it's no one's. There's no. There's not been any like warning to say like they can't do it or what what. So, what, so, what so in, terms the, in terms of the fair play situation, I think to 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 put it in a nutshell. Correct me if I'm wrong, boys. But from mm. what I understand is you got you have to essentially make what you spend. Um, yeah. Obviously. You know they've already been caught out. There's where there's smoke, there's fire. They were they was they were caught out. Uh, what in the beginning of the season or the season before that? It was the previous um, season. Yeah, they were supposed and, to. Um, they were, yeah. You know they had they had the lawsuit and they sort of won it. But at, at the if if you look at it, there's probably something not right. And you know if you've got good auditors in your team, um, sort of cooking the books to to make it look like you're doing all right, um, and you are able to spend that money, then you know this is going to continue. And City will continue doing this. Chelsea will continue doing this. And Man United will continue doing this. Yeah, I remember. Well, yes, I remember yeah. back in the day. Or say back in the day, not that long ago. They used to talk about bringing back the salary cap in the league. Um, I think it was back until the sort of the sixties or something. They used to have a salary cap, so players couldn't earn more than a certain amount. Um, and then they they did away with that, so the players could earn a lot more. And what happened with that was that obviously then. Because there was no salary cap, now wealthier clubs could could buy up all the good players. And I remember there being talk, and I'm talking sort of, I'm trying to, would have been the early 2000s now, people, uh, quite serious talk around bringing back the salary cap so that clubs like United and, and Chelsea couldn't just snatch up every player in the league. And the challenge with that is obviously these days players make a lot more money outside of football than their, their normal kind of their, their paycheck from their club because they get endorsements yeah. and all of that other stuff. So I don't think it was ever going to really last. But there is a need for some sort of conversation around, you know, you look at a club like previously it had been clubs like West Ham who'd created, who'd grown all of these fantastic players, then lost them all and ended up never winning anything. In fact, they got relegated shortly after they produced the likes of Michael Carrick and Jermaine Defoe and Rio Ferdinand and him. And now you've got someone like Villa who've done a lot of hard work producing some fanta- a fantastic player like Grealish. And in generations past, they could have built a side around him and potentially gone on and challenged for, for the league and, and other honours. And now what happens well, is clubs buy up all the talent. And it's, uh, yeah. it's it, and there's sort of two sides to it. Because on the one hand, 
you know, you look at how well English clubs do in Europe and how well they've done over the last 20 years. And that's large part down to the fact that the, the big clubs concentrate all the talent amongst them, um, which is good for, for English football. And you could, you know, talk about that and, and in relation to how well the national side is doing now and all that. But at the same time, it means that you'll probably never get fairy tales like, you know, clubs like Aston Villa well, winning the league. Although Leicester I mean, pulled it off. So. It's interesting that Nick talks about the Super League because... You know, if we go back to the American model and you look at the Milwaukee Bucks now who have just won, they've won their league in, in the NBA there and you've got Giannis, MVP. They've had him for a number of years. They grew that player. Obviously, they brought him in from Greece, etc. But the contracts in terms of how that league is structured is if you're a player playing for a club like that and they, they, there's certain salary caps according to the players and the skill level. So if Nick is my best player, he qualifies to get x amount because he is that best player but i'm only allowed to give three players in that team of that status that amount of money now if he chooses to renew his contract after three years he then qualifies for more money because he will then be that player who stayed with the club for longer but if he chooses to leave and go to another club he won't qualify to earn the same same sort of money yeah. so and it's that's almost like that's a pyramid of... it's a pyramid structure essentially um, no like you got you got you got majority of your players who are, are squad players are earning X amount and then and junior players yeah. yeah yeah and then you sort of build your way up and you have your mm. categories essentially you have categories of salaries but you yeah. know funny you say that Matt like if we had to do that within the Premier League I I, I I'm afraid that I don't think it would work if there was no buy-in from the rest of the big leagues because yeah. you'll just have all the t- all the players just they'll just go to Spain, Italy, and... and, and yeah, yeah. 100%. And so, so, you know, there's an opportunity, if you look at it that way, there's an opportunity for football in general. Um, and I would say, actually, for the clubs to actually make money, because it would be in the clubs, um, more money, uh, the club's best interest to maybe get this over the line, if they ever had to do that, where you get all the, all the biggest leagues in the, in, in the world to, to implement a salary cap, and then, you know... The, the, the clubs benefit in terms of the revenue they get from from broadcasting and the league. Um, mm. However, they might, like you said, um, lose sort of their, their their grip on titles and and challenging where they yeah. notoriously are. And in a way, you'd also you'd also kind of be punishing the players because the clubs can't play fair. So yeah. you, players yeah, like exactly. you know you'd be saying. We're going to mark cap what you can earn as a player because we can't trust clubs to just do things sensibly and fairly, yeah. which yeah. is also maybe the wrong way to go about it because you know f- people argue maybe the, the 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 amount they get paid is unfair or whatever, but they've also got very short, very risky careers. A, a serious injury can end it, um, and and all of that. So short as well. Yeah, yeah, you know, most of them aren't going to play sure. long beyond thirty two, thirty three at a at the top level, and I think that's. So on, on, I would, as much as it may level the playing field and give us those fans of clubs who are who are not big powerhouses something to cheer about. I don't think it's a fair long-term solution. Realistically, they should just do financial fair play properly, um, and clubs should be forced to, but, to but kind of you know live what, within though, their means. The fi- financial fair play. The irony behind that is, in essence, a salary cap that advo- that benefits the the best sort of teams anyway so if you're looking at man united they are earning far more than a west ham or whatever brentford mm. as an example so they are going to be the benefactors of such a, a scheme as well yeah. these are all schemes and i suppose at the end of the day like you guys said the biggest losers would be the players who technically are entitled to be earning what they're earning because they've got the argument that they are the entertainment as opposed to saying cool we're going to be american we're going to do this thing clubs are going to make more money players are just going to be an asset on the pitch and that's where it ends so that's an interesting one also big shout out 
to Pumalani for being here yet again. Gentlemen, can we just get a little round of applause? Bang, 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 bang. Hey, Pumalani. What up, Pumalani? Hey, the man is here. The league Welcome. hasn't even started, and he has stuck with us throughout the off-season. This is why. Um, <laughs> this is why. I don't even know where I'm going with this. What, he's our MVP, Marquis signing. So, Marquis signing deserves something. So, what are you guys going to give him? I'll buy him a beer next time I see it. That was a lot of pressure all of a sudden. Yeah, I, know. I was about to say, don't all jump up at once. <laughs> but um, the question I want to bring back to this whole Grealish and guys talking about the amounts. The fact of the matter is, say Man City do buy not one but two players for 100 million plus. Do they not then set a new precedent like they did previously? I mean, remember 50 million, sign, 50 million pounds was a lot for a player. And then they started spending that much on right backs, left backs, and it became the common. And that's how they tend to balance the books. Oh, we only spent 50 million, play, uh, 50 million pounds on a squad player. Do we, should we be worried about that? That sort of conversation. I think, I, yeah, I think with that, I think, I think it's, you, you're correct. It's actually, with this, it's a new one. I think it's just sort of confirming what they did last time, you know, just paying. Uh, what the player is worth because I, there was another argument I heard on Sky Sports the guys were arguing now because Jack Grealish goes uh, for 100 million how can Man City offer um, 100 million for Harry Kane um, and you're saying that it's a spit in almost a spit in Harry Kane's uh, face you know and I was like but if you uh, I mean <laughs> it's 100 Harry million Kane, Harry Kane, the cheaper Harry Kane goes the better it's worse for Levy that's spit in yeah. Levy's face no, no, he was saying, he was saying it's, it's disrespectful to Harry Kane. He said it's not, it, has, it has nothing to do with the, but his argument was crazy. I think he just wanted to uh, sound controversial. Um, but, get him on uh, the show. It sounds like the controversial character that speaks about conspiracies. I think he's perfect. Yeah, oh. look, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> <laughs> listen with it, but I mean, it fits into your agenda perfectly, Claudio. Hundred <laughs> percent. But I think. Um, if you look at 100 million, is a, it's a lot of money. Um, and I think that's what Man City are basically saying there is that, look, it, it's 100 million pounds, you know. Um, they, they give it to Jack Lewis. Look, we really want him. There's 100 million pounds. Aston Villa would take the money. I don't think they have any, obviously, I don't have a, they don't have a player like that. Harry Kane is one as well. 100 million pounds. It's a lot of money for Tottenham, um, especially in this, uh, in, in the situation they're in. They could do with it. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. I, I agree with you in that like, sense. It's also not like they're the first to have done this. Look how much Mbappe went yeah. for. Look how much and and maybe not a hundred million, but big figures have been spent in recent seasons. You know, Arsenal mm. buying Pep for seventy-two, whatever it was. I think <laughs> the, we're, we're just in the, the, the market. Put the knife. Do it nicer, deeper, deeper. Come on. I don't mean it. That, I mean Spurs spent what, forty or fifty on Ndombele, like, and he's a good player. He's come, you know, he's had some good performances. Is he fifty million pound player? I don't know. The 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 figures are are almost meaningless now. They've gotten they have gotten crazy. Yeah. It's, it's not like. You know, it's not like buying a second-hand car and you can go look in the book, see what's it worth based on its mileage. That's not how football players work. It's all, it's all yep. kind of subject to 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 the nonsense of the market. And but we've, I think the the risk of it is the there's potential for clubs to kind of buy everyone else out of the market. And I think that's where it becomes. And we were in that situation in the Premier League not so long ago. You remember only ever either. United, Arsenal or Chelsea won the league for ages. And it was just like that. For You knew that was going to be who won the league, no matter what else happened. Um, Those are nice and, days. <laughs> <laughs> and then, historic days to some. Yeah, and then we've gone through a period where it's been a bit more exciting. You had Leicester do it, Liverpool won one, which was sweet. 
and then you know Spurs came close even, which was unexpected. But I think we're, we're now potentially going back into another cycle where it's going to become a bit of a closed shop at the top, which I think is a bit less fun for the league. Look, I, think I, think that's, that's, I think that's a harsh closed shop. At the moment, there's six six to seven clubs competing. If that's a closed shop, super realistically, are there, teams, six, then... are, there six of, are there six or seven clubs no. realistically competing for the title, Claudio? Well, at least for top no. four. At least for top four, it makes it exciting. But what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> I mean, like, look, you've got... Like, uh... like even, even, you know, we'll be happy with a top four finish, but you're not going to, like, you're not going to sit back one day and be like, remember when we finished fourth? You know, like, that's not... Not, you know, like I'm not throwing my that's kid fair. through the roof for that. And I think that's that's the thing. Like, <laughs> what you throwing the, him the, through the roof for, bro? He's, no, the that's league. That's he's, he's in the ceiling, just the feet dangling. <laughs> <laughs> if, but I think that's that's the the thing here. Like, I, I do want Spurs to one day be able to win the league. Not that I expect them to win it this season. Like, you know, it, it's always. But I want to know that there's an opportunity for them to do a Leicester and and right, and Villa are the honest, next club I who think, look like I they think might. As long as Spurs win something, you should be happy i don't know the league i think might be reaching at this moment in time considering the fact but, it, that but the thing is, is it shouldn't be that's the yeah. thing it shouldn't be that, that, that the, the league yeah. should be attainable for every club that's in it and at the moment you really can't see far past man city and maybe chelsea or united or maybe liverpool you know kind of those four are, are potentially liverpool off. put them right at the bottom of that list i prefer it at least you're on the list, bro. <laughs> yeah. And I only did that because you're in the call, Cloudy. Like, <laughs> no, I think, no, but realistically, like, you know, outside of those four, who do you see seriously challenging for the league next season based on what's gone on? And, and, and that's not really fair. There are some really good sides in the league who deserve I've got, I've got a name, not... guys. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go, go ahead, Nick. Do you guys not think, fast forward 10 years, or you guys actually give me the, the amount of years in, in terms of what you think. But do you not think everyone will eventually be on a, a, a level pay, playing field with the product well, that, well, 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 here's, that, here's an example. that the Premier League is? You know, do I you think not that, think? Nah. Uh, well, here's an example. Look at Aston Villa. Aston Villa, mm. right. They've just come in. Obviously, they're going to have 100 million to spend now based on this player coming. So they've been buying players. So whether or not they were spending before they received the money, regardless, the fact of the matter is being in the Premier League has given them X amount to spend. And if they shop correctly, they can be competitive. So that's the interesting thing. Yeah. When you're talking about whether or not you know, this can level out, I think at times that people are already trying to change the game. And obviously, we're looking at it from the broadcaster's perspective, the greedier trying to get greedier. But... If the fans do what they do and they do what Matt says, like find a way to make it competitive, I don't see why not. To be honest, no, so now, so, so 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 I don't know if 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 what I was saying got got uh, misunderstood. But do you not think there'll be new owners? Say say it's twenty years, new owners, yeah. all billionaires, um, because the product of the Premier League is the product that that everyone wants yeah. to be a part of. But well, I was, do you not I was agreeing with you. It won't, it, but it won't get to that you know, stage. The, in, the opportunity. In... The opp- the opportunity to buy to 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 buy Newcastle like we there, there is obviously are you guys hearing me? You're not yeah. hearing me. No we're hearing you. I'm listening. <laughs> we're watching you and you're watching it. Um so so like the opportunity to buy the, the small club and, and give it the, the billions that that, that owner thinks it it deserves. You know, I think there's more and more of that creeping into into the league. So I, I wouldn't be surprised in the next 10, 15, 20 years that you've got 15 billionaire owners. 
um, that are willing to spend a hundred million pounds each window on a marquee signing. But even then, Which, it still becomes a closed shop of however many billionaire owners there are. Because billionaire owners aren't going to want to play oh, well, in League Two. This, this concept sounds familiar. Super League. Wonga, yeah, what did you want to say? You know, like you, you, yeah. th- there's a even that caps out. Even that caps out because the yeah, and you end up you'll still end up with the because clubs like United and City and Chelsea and all them are going to have that head start of being able to to stay ahead of that curve. They you know they they kind of got certain embedded structures that will see them through so I, I don't think that just throwing more and more money into the situation is going to fix it because there will come a point where that cuts off and then there'll be clubs who are stuck in league two who are never ever going to do more than league two and then fans of those clubs are just going to get bored and walk away and then those clubs are going to die and we're going to end up with you know sort of like the american football the american basketball situation where you've got a handful of really interesting clubs that everybody supports and then no local club structures and it will all everyone's just like a feeder scheme to these kind of small number of of elite teams which i don't think is what football's meant to be about football's meant to be that romance of sometimes i'm gonna go watch my local club and it's going to be a load of really unfit dudes clogging about in the mud and I don't have to go too far to see the one who made it out of there, get into the local side, get promoted and then play. And now he's winning the FA Cup or something like that. That's the romance of football. That's what's great about football. And I don't think yeah. we're going to, I don't think we'll get that by just bringing in more and more billionaires. I think we've got to, to get, honest, keep that. I think, by I think that's the... going to be very few and far between. I think that's long gone, that sort of concept. If you get one player, if you get a great leash into that, this actually, I think this might be historic in terms of us seeing this player leave for Man City. Like, I think, I don't know, we could document it. It's probably going to be one of the last sort of players that are going to do something. I, I mean, Chelsea might say otherwise from Billy Gilmore. But Wonga, what did you want to say? You wanted to touch on this. Yeah, no, I think it's, uh, look, if, if if what Nick is saying, if, even if, let's say, they don't get all of, all of uh, the teams get billionaires, let's say another two or three get bought up, you know, it, it will eventually help those uh, teams. I definitely think... That'll be a factor, you know, um, in getting uh, more teams and competing, uh, being able to compete. But I think at the end of the day, it will, it'll, it does revolve around, I mean, the coaches, the coaching staff and the players you have. And I think uh, with what we're seeing, like the progress in terms of uh, development um, in, 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 certain, uh, in certain countries, I think you will get, um, the Premier League is the best product at the moment. And I think you will get more teams coming in, to that, uh, obviously, and obviously you'll get better coaches, I think, it, uh, coming into there a couple of years from now. And you will, I think there will be more teams pushing for that top spot. I mean, now, the only the only reason I think, well, obviously, I think another reason is because you are do have poor players. But I think the other teams have stepped up a gear, you know. Uh, your first team have stepped up a gear. They're, they're, they're a good side. Not, not going to win you the league, but... They've shown that you know they've stepped up. Leicester stepped up and they're staying there. You know that's like now that's six teams now and other teams. You know they've taken up positions and I think more teams can uh, push there. I mean if Newcastle, let's say Newcastle, it's theoretically they they um, they they get the 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 billionaire owner, they buy their players, they get a good coach. Uh, Man City's proven it. PSG have proven it. <laughs> that can work. You know so yeah. if they're able to do that. They one team competing in, taking another spot. Then another team just needs to follow the same model. So I, I do think, I think Nick is correct. Though. You, you will see more teams uh, uh, coming into the, coming into that, especially but if the, if the guys can make money off it. But it's interesting what Matt had said, though. Like, you mm. can only have so many because then there is a risk of getting relegated because if everyone's yes, at the no same true. level and then you've yeah. got 12, yeah. 12 to 15 teams, 
all the same budget, all incredible players, literally a World Cup every weekend um, yeah. from all over the world. And then, like, you might find a, a Liverpool fight in relegation on the last day with, uh, with uh, a Spurs or something or, like that. You might also, like what you're saying now, Nick, you might also then get, like, because of that risk, you might then get people saying, okay, look, looking at that risk. And they, because they want a team, they'll go maybe to another league, you know? Because um, then they've got, you know, the Champions League and they can well, compete that's, there. That's already happening. I think Man City, for you example, see? have one or two other teams. They've got the Peter yes. Cup, that whole nice city. That's already what they're doing. That's where this, this game is going to go eventually, whether you like it. Unless the, the fans, you know, keep protesting and doing things. Who knows what's going to happen? But I want to know, Jason Sergal saying congrats to City for winning the league. Is this the highest <laughs> Liverpool sort of heart coming through that he's quite upset about it? Or is it his analytical observation? That's what I want to know. Well, I agree with him either way. <laughs> I had a conversation yeah. with him today about you, Claudio, when you said oh. uh, you opposed uh, Sterling when I said oh, we'd yeah? take Sterling back. And he said, you're silly to think that we wouldn't take Sterling back. He says Mane and Salah are leaving for AFCON for six weeks. So you yeah. need someone to back, back yeah. uh, to, to come in, into the fold. And if, if, if Grealish is there now and Kane comes there... Uh, I don't know. Maybe there's no room for Sterling anymore. You know, he, he was a bit part player last season. Um, you know, if I'm Liverpool, I take him any day of the week. Well, yeah, yeah, I think any happen. any side in the league would take Sterling. Yeah, like Arsenal. But, <laughs> Just throw your, Cla- throw your hat in the ring there. So, Claudio, so do you do you do you stand by what you said uh, a couple of shows ago, or? Look, I think based on what I was asking with regards to what Jason was saying in this comment below, whether or not it was an analytical or it was spoken from the heart, I think definitely speaking, it was from the heart previously, uh, given the fact that few factors weren't considered, like the AFCON and, and, and. So, you know, right now, if the guy's heading over for, for cheap, yeah, sure, why not? That's a good spot <laughs> to have, player to have. But still, I... Yeah. Look, Grealish going to Man City, someone's going to give. And I've already seen rumors that Silva might be heading the other way or might be oh. heading somewhere else. Um, definitely not the other way, sorry. Atletico Silva Madrid, the other but, way. Jeez, I was going to yeah. say, that's, but that's a talking, talking about the other way and talking about teams that could sort of potentially compete. Danny Ings to Villa, Cantwell possibly to Oof. follow. Obviously, they're trying to fill this gap of Grealish, but how much will they be affected considering the fact they've already signed Buendia, a player that was heavily linked with Arsenal prior to that, snaked you guys, went to Villa instead. Also, sort of status of where Arsenal is. But as the Villa gents, where do you think they're going to potentially land up? Do you think this is a, a huge blow? Do you think they're going to be able to steady the ship? They've also lost John Terry as assistant manager. Where did he go I, now? I don't hear that. I think he just left. I don't know. He probably oh. has something lined up. I'm not too sure. But I think based on, you know, Selling Grealish is obviously huge and, and it does leave a big gap within terms of you know, goal creation uh, or chance creation, you know, um, sort of the, the flair that, that, that Villa have uh, all generally comes from him. He wins a lot of fouls, obviously a quality player, but if they are able to spend the 100 million, you know, you, honestly, you see a lot of teams sell players for big amounts of money and then the club don't spend it. Ask Matt. And um, so... So, you know, it looks like they are spending. I don't know how much they would spend on Danny Ings and Cantwell. You know, I'd, I'd still think there'd be quite a bit more to spend. Um, but, you know, after the season they had, would they need to change a whole lot? I wouldn't think so. Um, I yeah. think Cantwell is an unbelievable player. I, I was very surprised no one 
in the in the Premier League, you know, snapped him up when they got relegated two seasons back, uh, Norwich. Um, and Danny Ings scored, banged in the goals again last season for Southampton. So, yeah. you know, add, you add his goals to to uh, uh, Ollie Watkins' uh, return last season, you know, you've got a good chance of of probably improving their, their position of what, I think they finished ninth or eighth. Um, yeah. And then Cantwell. Also, Leon, Cantwell, Leon, Leon, Leon Bailey. 11th. I forgot to mention Leon Bailey in, uh, from Germany, by Leverkusen, Jamaican player. Also, yeah. was a couple of big teams. How did they manage yeah. a player like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, he's he's pretty good. I, I heard 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 about him today, actually, from Jason. But Very good. I also, I also think, Cantwell, he, he isn't Grealish, but I do think you'll see a Cantwell in England shirt very soon. If he has if he has a good season with Villa and sort of tries to fill that void um, of a can of of a of a Grealish, um, obviously big shoes to fill. Uh, but you know, doing the business already before they sell him, they obviously knew he was on the way out. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they have another good season. Yeah, look, I mean, if you're looking at Aston Villa, um, their problem. I mean, look, I'm, I'm just obviously top level. Um, you're looking at from the top. They, I'm looking at the league now. Aston Villa finished 11th. Arsenal scored uh, 55 goals. Chelsea sitting fourth have scored 58 Sorry, goals. Wonga, I just want to, I just want to stop there. I don't know, Matt. You know when you were in a corporate room or whatever, and the guys are like, you know, we're going to talk high level. We're going to talk high level. I like how Wong is like top level and he's really referring to the teams in the top tier of the league. That's definitely a saying. No. Top <laughs> level. This is a top level conversation, Wonga. You no. guys are only eighth on the log. We're talking top level here. Okay. I'm so, <laughs> maybe I must use the right word. I'm saying just looking at it from the, I mean, just from the face, you know, not going any deeper. I mean, just looking at the goals yeah. and, uh, and, and stuff. Uh, so uh, Chelsea have conceded. Chelsea con- uh, scored 58, only three more than Aston Villa, but they, conceded only 36 and they finished fourth you know um and Aston Villa have scored 55 same as Arsenal but they conceded 46 they conceded more than both teams and they ended up 11th so I mean there it's obvious I mean they've conceded too many goals lost lost those games but now they're getting more attacking options can I tell you the problem is there Wonga the the problem is Tyron Mings he is the problem I don't think think (laughs) a lot of people (laughs) say he's a quality defender but I don't see it I've seen yeah they I've seen being torn apart left, right, and center many times. And you know, when Jolinton tears you apart, then you know you've got something shaky about your business. <laughs> but I he, think he came the, out the thing with defense. Saying, so, yeah, sorry. I see he came out saying that uh, I think last week um, that he, he went through some mental period, uh, mental issues uh, because of uh, the expectations that they had of him. Um, but they said when he, I don't know if he did play, but he's, they said when he, people were saying when he played, he actually played well. But he said yeah, definitely he, he yeah, he, he, he said that the, the pressure got him. He did say that. He did admit to it. Yeah, I think so the, that, was, the, that was interesting. For, whenever I think about that, that question of defense versus attack, the, the difference is that for a team to score a lot of goals, you can get away with having one or two really amazing players. Look at Spurs with Son and Kane. They, they really, they scored all our goals, you know. They, they made everything happen. And if the other guys were a bit off, you know, Bergvine had quite a lot of off days last season. Lamella was every now and then not quite up for it. Ali obviously was fairly, like, basically phased out for most of the season. But it didn't really matter. We were still scoring loads of goals. But it only took those two players. With defence, you need a really solid unit. You need your back five, keeper and defenders, all doing the right thing all the time. So it's really hard to single yeah. out a single player. I think Tyre Mings is a solid player. I think he's a really good baller. Um, but uh, he's also, he's only one part of what you need to work. 
I think where Villa are lucky, they've they do have quite a a good squad that's been together for quite a while, um, and they probably only need one or two more to kind of you know we saw the same with Liverpool when when Van Dijk came in, he completely changed their defensive outlook, and and usually sometimes that's all you need, just one player to come in and unlock the kind of the combinations that you need to make a defence really solid. And it might just be that Mings just needs someone alongside him. Because when you look to him, the, the first two games in the Euro where he was alongside Stones, he was really solid. He was, uh, yeah. you know, he, he was in the right place. He was making good decisions. His distribution was really good. And I think it probably helped him to have someone as senior and as solid and as dependable as Stones next to him to, for, to give him that confidence to do the job. And it might just take something as simple as that at, at Villa to have someone alongside him that he feels he can depend on. And he's not, he doesn't feel like he's the one who's got to take care of everything. And it might unlock it for them. But I agree with Wonga. I think if, if they tidy up their defence, they could go a lot further than they did. But but listening, looking at that though, Matt, um, Spurs conceded 45, only one less than Aston Villa. So if mm. you're looking at a manager, um, of course you can't base what you're doing this season, but you're looking at, you're saying, compared to the other teams, you've done, you know, okay, you know. All they had to do, if they, let's say they could repeat that season, was score more goals and they probably would have... I mean, in all the games, obviously, and they probably would have gone, uh, been in a in a high position. So I think maybe he's taking that approach, maybe, and saying, look, maybe we have to bang in more goals, uh, keep the defense, maybe, maybe we tweak it here and there, and they could, because the way that the players they're signing, it's not players they're signing just not to stay mid table, players. yeah, yeah, and and it's not well, mid table players. They, Jason they said something. He up. said something pretty interesting, yeah, and he says Villa were guilty of always looking for Grealish to get them out of danger. And I don't think that's incorrect when we see they they weren't percentage without him playing. He says, better starting 11 will improve the team tremendously. Only question is if mm. all the signings can settle immediately. And I think that is fair. And I think yes. that's going to be down to the coach. And possibly, you know, maybe the, uh, we're going to see the, the role of abs- of John Terry leaving in the absence, you know, in terms of this sort of situation. But the question I want to ask, Grealish leaving to Man City. That's a marquee player. We know that for, the, for Spurs and possibly for Man City. But the other one that we need to talk about, I mean, both captains, um, the one still attending training, and the other one not attending training, but both wanting to go to the same club. Kane skipping training, Matt. I mean, is this not inevitable that the player will be leaving? And, you know, testament to the character, the captain of your club. How do we feel about this as fans and more importantly, as um, neutral, okay. not from Matt's side? You feel okay? Well, he's, he's, not, he's not captain. <laughs> Just uh, he's not the club captain. Lloris is, is Spurs club he's, captain. He's the captain of yeah, yeah, but, England. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, look, it's 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 a it's a shitty situation. I think um, it's it's horrible that it's come to this. Um, whether or not it's inevitable, I really don't know because it's 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 obviously impossible to know what's going on behind closed doors. In terms of what's being said publicly, Spurs seem unwilling to budge. In their view, he's got three years left on his contract. The uh, they valued him at one fifty. City haven't met that, so they're not talking. Um, whether or not Kane has actually, I don't know, I haven't seen any official quotes from him where he said um, there is a gentleman's agreement or whether that's something that people have been saying he feels. But if there yeah. is this gentleman's agreement in the thing, I don't know, that you know, I, I've never seen such a thing, you, you, you know, like it doesn't, if it's not in your contract, it's not really an agreement. Like, you know, yeah. it's, so um I think he could end up staying. I don't know if that would necessarily be great for him because it's his, his, it's clear that his attitude's not there. He's not, his heart's not in it. Um, and 
Ryan, look yeah. at Ryan. Why not? <laughs> I think Messi will be willing to take yeah, Kane's place at Spurs, in my opinion, if he leaves on a free contract. Yeah, I reckon yeah, that's yeah. what's gone on. Messi's looked, he's looked at another season of Barcelona, another season of winning La Liga and playing in the Champions League, and he's like, no, what I want, what I want are some cold Tuesday nights in Stoke, the occasional <laughs> run out in the Europa Conference League. And and Spurs are where I want to be. And yeah, I think um, Arsenal fans so, are delusional. <laughs> but, uh, Matt, so Matt, I I so maybe you can give me a bit more info on this. But I was I was watching Sky Sports. I think two days ago when this all sort of broke. I think it was the second day that he had missed training, and there was conflicting mm. stories. And what made me think that this is the media just trying to. You know, obviously, again, where there's smoke, there's fire. But it seemed like the media were trying to make this thing a bigger thing than than it was. And from what I understand is they say they might see him at training on Sunday or at the ground on Sunday, simply because he arrived from the Bahamas, uh, I think, this previous Sunday, um, which is in the orange zone for COVID or uh, for the for Britain. So he, uh, would, yeah. he, would, need to, he would need to, regardless of him missing training he wouldn't be allowed to train because he had to self-isolate for a week so i felt when i heard that as a potential option but it was quickly pushed under the rug by the reporter because obviously that's not a spicy story him missing training <laughs> and, and literally striking is more of a spicy story for the media so i i, I just sort of thought they do they really even know what's going on here Nick's saying all the things you want to be hearing matt that's what he says i mean you know i've also i've also heard i don't see it i don't see it in 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 harry kane's nature to 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 abscond from work you know these are are english fans defending their captain that's what's going on no but do you no but do you not think so matt i think i think he would be mad enough to to rock up and and you know messi had the the big the big row with barcelona and the president and then mended things and uh, I, I can't ex- I can't remember exactly what happened there, but I, I would think you at least show up. I, I think maybe he's just self-isolated. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think if that was the case, there would have been a statement very quickly from him saying, you know, I've never, I've never skipped thing. training. So I think, maybe. I think, it, maybe. I think there's, there's some truth. To, I think Monday he wasn't actually meant to be at training. He was meant to be doing certain tests, some of which were COVID-related tests, kind of to check that stuff. Um, I do think he's refused to return whilst he kind of negotiates his position. Whether or not that's solid advice or not, you know, remains to be seen. Um, I think, you know, it's it's hard for me to say. I don't really know how these things work normally. I've never been in a situation where I've had to negotiate a, a, a departure from a club. So that's, I don't know if that's a standard. how you open the show, Matt. <laughs> Why are you going back on what you're saying? If you go back on what you say, then anything, you say, the credibility is completely out the window on Goal Launch. Guys, we fought for him to be on Goal Launch TV. <laughs> yeah, there was. I had offers. I had interest from Europe. You know, but hours, I had to choose hours and hours of negotiations. It was hours. it was hard. I had Man, to stop work. I had to stop going to my previous job so that they'd let me sign on here. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think look, it's it was it is a weird one, and I I I wouldn't guess at the moment which way it's going to go. I don't know. He might stay for another year. He might end up going. I think a lot of it is down to look. Levy does good business. I think if if City come in and say fine, we'll pay the one fifty, he'll do it. And it, that might all be part of this. I don't know. So we'll see. Well, how much do you think I won't should... know until it starts. How I do is... think I wouldn't put it past Levy to, to refuse to sell Kane until after the first game of the season because we play City on the opening day. So I wouldn't be surprised if he just holds on to Kane until the day after that game. And then he's like, cool, I'll do a deal now. So we get to play City without Kane. And then the rest of the league has to deal with a Kane-inspired City. Um, but 
not that I don't know that that's a great tactic for us because then we're going to have about three and a half minutes. It's, it's not. It's not the worst. Spend the tactic. money. Let's put it that way. I don't think it's the worst one. I also think it's easy for negotiations where Man City are there and speaking to Levy yeah. face to face. So I don't think it's the worst idea. Yeah, you could invite them into the box <laughs> while you're here. <laughs> I have a special on Harry Kane. <laughs> By now, you get this glowing pen. Funniest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I was going to say to answer the question you're about to ask, Matt, I would, I would say Harry Kane, 100%. I agree with Levy, though. 150. You're giving Kane, you're giving him the league. So, he must pay for it. That's, but I think that's also, I think, again, uh, from what from I understand, also, Levy yes. doesn't want to sell him to, uh, to a British club, from what I understand as well. He would, they, they would rather yeah, he said go... that in the past. But I don't think Kane wants... To, I think Kane wants to win the Premier League. I don't think... Mm. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he wants to. English boy. So, I don't think anything yeah. else appeals to him. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, guys, shout out to Aljun for joining hey. us, Pumalani, as well as Louis and, and even... Ryan and everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, I was saying even with um, what uh, what Matt was saying about uh, like saying that Harry Kane has also released a statement. He could be playing it around. <laughs> you know, you never know. Uh, you know, maybe he, maybe he's doing what Nick said he's doing. And they said, no, no, don't say anything. Let them speculate. Maybe helps him in his position as well. Um, don't know how those guys think, maybe. But it also reminds me the same thing with, uh, with the same thing that happened. You know, uh, William uh, Saliba, they also were saying now when um, when he went back now to Marseille, people are saying, you know, speculating. Well, they weren't speculating. It was obvious they were saying, no, the Arsenal don't want him. They, they're saying, um, they, they obviously were asking, what the heck? We need defenders. Why are you not coming back? But apparently now he's come out saying that the idiot should have flipping told us the date happened instead of wait a month later. But he said that, um, <laughs> that, uh, he wanted to go. It was all about him. He said he wants to go. Um, Arsenal wanted him to stay. Um, so yeah, I mean, that would have helped us, you know, look at, at the situation differently. But now we, yeah. we, even panicking here, thinking that Arsenal's just letting go of everything, not understanding what they want to do. But it's a good sign for me that, you know, what they wanted to but, keep him. But yeah. But also, is it, is it the players' jobs to keep us informed of what they're doing? Like, you know, they you think about it, ultimately, but they're changing jobs. They're saying? going through a lot. They're dealing with stuff. And now they must also be like, oh, random schmo number seven on Twitter screaming at my club. I better go in and just make sure he calms down. Like, you know, that's, I hear what you're they're, saying. Also, but... They're human beings. Also, like, if Harry hey, Kane Wanga is doing this. Hey, schmo number six. Mr. So Uzo <laughs> was, you see, Mr. Uzo, for me, like, Mr. Uzo was the, was, like, yeah, but the he guy had a lot of time on his hands because he never played football for you lot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's just, sitting there, he's just sitting there with Ganosaurus. He's like, hey, what should I tweet? What should I tweet? I bet Ganosaurus is tweeting tweet for him. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, give me a phone. I'll, I'll do it with my T-Rex arms. <laughs> with, his, with his big, yeah, his big thumbs. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. It's <laughs> with his tail. <laughs> Okay. So guys, we do we do have a question here. There's there's a lot happening with Messi, possibly leaving on a free, etc., etc., etc. Do Man City spend this kind of money on Harry Kane if the possibility, okay, and I say possibility, we know if we really got to look at the probability and work out a percentage of Messi going to Man City, it's probably not as great as what I'm trying to, you know, embellish over here. But the point is, if Messi is available, do you suppose, or should I say Man City, spend that kind of money on Kane? Yeah, can you no, imagine but, if they did? Can you imagine that side? But, imagine yeah, what Man City <laughs> did last season and then you add Grealish, Messi and Kane to that. It's, that's disgusting. Would Messi be free? <laughs> Would Messi be free? He's not. He doesn't he have a contract. Free? 
Yeah, well, yeah. yeah he, he doesn't, doesn't have a contract. contract. So it's expired. I think they would Ooh. pay. I think in the end, they would probably. I'm yes. asking my own question. I think they'd land up play, paying more just to get him on board on his contract than they would pay for for Kane anyway. I think they would go for Kane as well. Um, I think what Man City probably Pep Guardiola. I don't know if he has any say in it. He needs a Champions League now. Yes, he hasn't won that Champions League ever since he left Barcelona. So if Messi comes back, that's his key. Probably will say it himself. But um, maybe, but, but he maybe definitely part of him also League. needs to be able to do it without Messi as well, because otherwise, True, you know. but I don't think he will. But you know, I mean, I could see him saying him. that. I could see Pep going, no. I don't want Messi. I want to win it without him. I agree with you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> a win's a win for Pep, I think. Well, he's uh, been otherwise, he wouldn't have. He's been got, uh, Barcelona, uh, Bayern Munich, Man City. It's otherwise he would have. Otherwise, he probably would have gone to an Arsenal. Goodness me, and that's a challenge. Yeah, I didn't think so. And he went to Man Messi, City. Messi to Arsenal. No, I'm yeah. saying Pep Guardiola. If he wanted a challenge, uh, he would have joined Arsenal. Yeah, that's a yeah, yeah. That's, that's, City. A, that's a humongous that's challenge. More, that's more, more than a challenge, yeah, bro. <laughs> that's a real challenge. It's a test. <laughs> <laughs> it's a test. Claudio Ranieri wins. Uh, he won the league with Leicester. That was a challenge. That's a challenge. You should have come to Arsenal. Then he would have had it. In fact, he can still come. It's not. It's not late. Then he'll have a true challenge. Maybe that's why he sent Arteta just to lay the groundwork. You know, like just find out where all the good like sweatshirt shops are in North London and just. <laughs> true there, true there, never know. <laughs> right now, right now we're looking. I mean, Spurs would never get this sort of player because too many too many clubs are interested in Holland. But Jason making a valid point. That type of money, is it not better better spending that money on Holland because you've got the age on your side, you've got room for improvement, or I suppose from Man City's thing, it's just guaranteed they want to win the Champions League tomorrow. I think Jason referring is he not referring to City spending the money on Holland? Not Spurs. Yeah, I, I think that's yeah. a more realistic think, one than Spurs. Yeah, yeah. Spurs could take no, all the Kane money and half their squad and throw it at Dortmund, and Holland's still going to be no. like, "No, thank you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, Holland is Holland would be a definitely a good uh, replacement. I mean, you saw the amount of goals he scored. That, uh, I'm not sure the, the figure, but it's, it's ridiculous. He surpassed a lot of people um, in a short space of time on that uh, Champions League. Um, uh, uh, goal tally. So, I think yeah, it would be a better investment. Obviously, if he wants to get bought, I think he's a he's a definitely a long term player. Holland. He's not going to just be a hit a one hit wonder. Um, he's definitely going to be a solid player when he's <clears throat> reached his peak. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. Okay. All right. And quick, a quick one. This has to be quick. Ideal club for Messi if he doesn't stay at Barcelona, which club should he go to? Man City. Uh, I'd love to see him in the Premier League. Yo, yeah. Just so yeah. I can say that I saw him in the Premier League. But if you if if you give Messi to City, oh man, it's gonna be filthy. It's gonna be filthy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd like to see him City. I just gotta read this comment out. I don't know if Matt's seen it, but City on Holland and then Spurs would be lucky to get Wilson from Newcastle. Okay. Uh, <laughs> gentlemen, 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 one player we really need to talk about, and we need to talk about this player because Mossa has vehemently saying he does not want the player, he can stay where he came from. And yes. I was saying this would be a good signing. And look, look, the money. Look how good to Chelsea. They want to buy the guy. 
It looks like yeah. it's going to happen. I, I, I don't understand. Why is Mossa saying no to that? I don't understand. So look apparently at the, the cock of the, the truck. Like, is he saying that... He's saying when he reverses, but, you hear... I mean, and what, what's Werner? <laughs> yeah, but he's a trucker who scores goals. Werner's a sports you know, you car, know, but he, you know... I was at... You know, I was at... Uh, I was coaching, nice I was coaching my kids the other day. <laughs> I was coaching my kids the other day. Uh, Claudia, like eight-year-olds. Who's Claudia? <laughs> still reversing. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I was coaching these eight-year-old kids. Um, uh, and... I took a shot and I missed. And the kid, the kid laughed and he said, "Coach, you, 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 you Verna, you're missing like Verna." And I have to chuckle. I was like, "This is." So, he literally called me your Verna. I was like, "Wow, this is this is where it's gone to." You know, one season, um, one season at Chelsea will make seven-year-olds call you that player's name if you're missing in front of goal. That's yo, and they catch on crazy. quick. That's what they associated with now. Um, one, but one for me, like Lukaku. Lukaku, <laughs> 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 I've, I've also, I, I obviously I've rated him. Um, I just wanted to say that I also wanted to bring this topic up for for Musa's sake. Um, and it's nice. To, I, I, I don't know if it's true, but I heard the statement saying that Lukaku said. So you never know if it's true. Um, that Lukaku said that he he's actually trying to push the deal. He's asked yeah. let it, to make I'll it happen. Yeah, they've asked to accept it. Because he's got unfinished um, business. Yeah, but I, I, the question is, and I, but I also hear that Inter Milan were also willing to let go of Martinez because they wanted to keep Lukaku. Maybe they reversed that option. I don't know, but I think maybe there's something also Martinez leaving as well. But Inter, will... is it Inter? Uh, they're not going to spend money, and they to- well, that's why Conte left. They're not going to spend, and they would have to sell a few. So yeah, yeah. they there, you know, like. Uh, but they can't also they can't they can't also now let go of their two best strikers and then next season they're not scoring goals. It's a it's a tricky situation that they're in. Um they need the money, they need to they need to compete next season. Um but they also need to give away their best players to keep them to get more money. Um thank goodness that's not my job at the moment. But uh well if they paid well for it, I'll do it. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. guys, just thinking back, I mean Man City just because of this comment that Algin's saying, he said, if it happens, Pep going to stop the bull crap of saying we don't have any money. Do you not think that they're making it to the final of the Champions League, the trophy they really wanted and coming short, is the, the catalyst that's just going, fuck this, we're tired of this shit, bam, here's the cash, let's get that. What do you need right now to get you what you want? I think so. But it's yeah. going to go shy. They need Messi. What more do they need, though? Like, Okay, yeah, Messi will add value, but like they had an unbelievable season and they fell short in in a in a Champions League final where you know you guys know how finals are. Like yeah. it's an occasion. You play the occasion and at the end yeah. of the day, sometimes the best team doesn't win. And you know, that happens yep. more often than not nowadays. So like what more can you add to that squad? Yes, they're all a year older. Yes, maybe Messi will add a Add a little bit more spice, maybe a little bit more BMT, but they don't need much more, though. I'd I'd like to. Think. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think they don't they don't need a lot. They they need a bit of luck on the final. You know, they they, yeah. they and, and maybe not to overthink it. You know, his approach was slightly off on the final. I think we talked about it at the time. His setup yeah. was a bit weird. There was a holding midfielder. They left themselves too exposed mm-hmm. and took advantage of that. And I think, you know. 
on a different day, we know City could beat any side they come up against. Okay, you know, add Messi to that, add Kane to that, add Grealish to that. Does it make a you know what? How much more is that going to give them? I still think they're they're one of the strongest, if not the strongest, side in Europe at the moment. Um, but the 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 thing is, he's got to pull it off. I think he's got to get the Champions League to really. You know, we don't know what what kind of timelines they have behind the scenes, but I'm pretty sure in the next one or two seasons, the expectation is to go one better than just being the losing finalist. Um, and when he finally does it, though, we're all still going to sit and be like, yeah, but he only did it because he spent 250 million on players. No, 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 no. Like, do that with Stoke, you know. <laughs> That's the nature oh, of the fair, No, 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 but, but hang on. To be fair, you just pointed out the fact that, you know, he tactical changes for some reason we all know he overthinks that this is when he does get it wrong so maybe the 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 guys the hierarchy are going listen let's not give him a reason to botch this let's just give him literally everything right now and even if he decides to have that that wobble on the day we'll still come out right i mean pumalani's saying messi's definitely going to man city jason's saying city got to the final without a striker and i mean these are both valid points but i just want to touch on the but he didn't win the it Lukaku thing. he didn't win it the lukaku mm, point lukaku mm-hmm. Firstly, isn't going to Chelsea a good signing for Chelsea? And secondly, oh, obviously. I mean, is he a good yeah, signing? twenty goals versus yeah, zero. Be... Yeah, <laughs> a striker that scores goals is a good signing for for Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Ings would have been a good I signing for him. Chelsea. <laughs> I think he would have actually think, and that's the thing about Danny Ings though. If he can stay a fit, he's a quality. I think his his goal goal to shot ratio is quite impressive. It's it's. He's got a good instinct. He's yeah. You look look at his positioning. You look at his confidence when he does take a shot. He's actually a solid strike. I mean, I joke, but he 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 actually is a he's a he was someone I know that Spurs were thinking about as a potential to come in and and be one of the players that that potentially replaces Kane, Um, Mm -hmm. but. Yeah, he's but yeah, Lukaku to Chelsea. He's he's a phenomenal striker. He's got a bad rep for whatever reason. People don't rate him the way they rate others. But in a lot of ways, he's very similar to what Drogba was. Um, big, strong on the mm. ball, really good at hold up play, quite a deadly finisher. A lot quicker than you think he's going to be because he is the size of a small country. And I think that <laughs> the, I think <laughs> I think I think in that sense, oh, Chelsea would be. You know, even even at 130 million, I think it would really make a difference to Chelsea's season. So they got to sign him on if they can. If they have the opportunity, they got to go for it. But I mean, yeah, even um, like I don't understand this criticism with with Lukaku. Sure, at Man, City, uh, Man United, yo, I mean the replays the guys some guys put together, yo, I wouldn't have touched him. Um, but uh, he's, he's, he's obviously he's like a trampoline. You pass a ball to him yeah. and just bounce off him. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what it looked like. But uh, at Inter, he's literally uh, if 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 he had to redeem himself, he's done that. You know, he's proven to people that no, he can, he, he's he's still got what it takes. Um, he did it at Everton. Obviously, Manuel was a good spell. Inter has done it well, and I think can do it again. And there's this perception that he he's he's just this holder player. You know, staying up there. I think maybe later on in his days he would. Uh, maybe evolve to that sort of player, you know, to keep his to prolong his career. But at the moment, the guys he's been scoring goals running from the halfway line. Uh, I've seen literally there's a through ball he's run onto a beat defenders and put in the back of the net, left foot, right foot. Uh, so I don't know what I don't know what else would you want then, from him. Would you um, then maybe argue that that league that proves that that league is inferior to the Premier League? We would have to yeah, see because. He scored. He scored. I'm not too sure how many goals he scored here. We can maybe check it. But um, when he was at Everton, defenders were also struggling with him. 
you, you was, yeah. he was still maybe he started also, playing. Maybe maybe it just didn't suit him at Chelsea maybe. at the time. And maybe and everything they wanted him to shell, just him, but yeah, true. you got a two shell now that that can work with a player like him, and maybe hundred percent. And the count, yeah, and the counter attack that these guys play well, with uh, the quick counter that uh, the two shell plays. Lukaku would fit in that hundred percent. He's willing to run. He's willing to run the whole match, and he can yeah. still do it. And again, deadly air, left foot, right foot, hold up play. Um, he, left he foot, any, right foot. Everything. Let's go. Two stumps right now. You can now. do everything with a. Uh, <laughs> that you want from a striker <laughs> at the moment you want to dancing on the dance floor there alright guys we've got a couple of minutes left now I just want to say Jason says he'll take Watkins as a second choice at Liverpool I actually think that's a decent shot I think a play like that would develop really well under Klopp but we're going to end off the show on a big big one a big one one that's going to just you know turn things so upside down yeah. before you get Willock there before you close it Newcastle what what's up, Mongo? What's up sorry before that Lukaku scored at Everton, before he left, in 37 matches, he scored 25 goals. Okay. Uh, and it's the can most I, in his career. Say and that, was, day, that was in the Premier I'm going to get down on my knee and I'm going to ask the big question. And as I do that, I'm going to ask it. Then Wonga says, but, but before you do that, I've got something important. You know, you could have bought your ring at this place. I mean, you've got to ask the logic. I'm just why would you plan it to have what, any of us there when you do that? Like, <laughs> content, you content, put that on yourself. Content, if you do that, if I you do that in my presence, I'm definitely going to interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Before you oh, do man. this, don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a man speaking from experience or a man just being full of shit. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 probably the latter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mm. Nick, we're locked to Newcastle. A bigger signing. Of the summer, twenty-five million pounds is Willock worth it? Oh, he's definitely worth it in terms of what. Uh, if you look at the market, his age being English, um, for what he did for us at the end of the season. But yeah, I mean, it's a sad state at our club at the moment. You know, you look at Sky Sports and you look at the transfers in, and we're the only club in the in the league at the moment with no incomings. And I think we've sold and got rid of four or five players. So I just don't I don't understand what's going on. Uh, from what I understand, Willock's, the Willock news has gone a little bit quiet at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. So I am, from what I understand, Arsenal want an outright sale. Um, I think he wants to make the move, but I start to second guess it now because why has it gone quiet? You know, why hasn't he come out and said, listen, make it happen? Um, I also don't know if we're willing to spend the money. You know, we've just got a bunch of palookas running our club and we've got no clue. So, we, we, you know, if we get him, we get him. But, you know, we need a lot more than just Willock, to be honest with you. We need a lot more than him. Um, yeah. You know, after we need – we ended our, oh, our shit. friendly – Oh, shit. then. We, we start speaking about Newcastle and we lose three viewers. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, no, that's okay. a sign. <laughs> Sorry, I'll be Nick. quick. I'll be quick. I'll be quick. Um, but yeah, no, I hope, I hope, I hope it happens. Um, uh, we need another centre half. We need another midfielder. Uh, we probably need another wide player, and I still think we need another striker. Uh, so I don't see it happening. I see us maybe getting one, maybe permanent signing, and then we'll dip into the loan market as Steve Bruce does. And yeah, what was quite interesting, uh, just to speak about Steve Bruce for a whole 20 seconds, um, Wilson came <laughs> Wilson came out uh, the other day and uh, 
he had said that this new guy, Graham Jones, who was assisting uh, Southgate to the World Cup, came in and he's got this sort of, um, you know, modern way of coaching and his philosophy and tactics are so good. And his his talk about uh, Bruce was that Bruce offers, you know, a whole lot of other things and sort of left it there. <laughs> Wait to buy your pies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he gives all the players a lift yeah. home after practice. And, 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 and so he, he ended it off like that. And he said, he said, we definitely had that turn of results because of Graham Jones. And wow. uh, it was Ooh, quite yeah, interesting to say. So like, he was just like, yeah, you know, he, he added to, to, to our good form. Um, and, you know, the manager just offers offers a little bit <laughs> something, a little, little bit different, you know, something different. So, yeah. That's Nick, funny. Nick's still here for you, Nick. Look, I think Newcastle are just in a holding pattern until they can finally get the Saudi deal over the line. I don't think yeah. Ashley wants to spend any more money. He's just going to keep things as they are. Obviously, he's got to make sure that Newcastle's still in the Premier League, so he'll do just enough to keep you there. Yeah. It'll be nerve-wrenching and nail-biting and just not fun for a long time. And the 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 worst thing that could happen is you guys end up getting relegated. It scuppers the whole deal. So I think he's yeah. going to just do enough, get the Willock deal in, like you said, a couple of loans, strengthen so, here or there. Not enough to challenge, just enough yeah. to guarantee survival. Yeah, and I think I think you know, he's he's been quite content with these court cases being delayed with just sitting because I think he knows that once everything's out the way, he will get his money. Um, but the fans are also just saying, like, find another buyer and just get it over the line. You know, obviously, we would love the Saudi money, but, you know, there, there's been a interest from Americans and, and, and Canadians in the past. Chinese have, have, have come in. You know, like, I, I don't think you would struggle to sell it, but obviously this this sort of deal is probably quite far down the line, if I'm if I'm honest. And I think he's co- quite content with, with the delays because I think he's quite certain he'll get his money. He doesn't want to be there. He's been honest. Um, and he's openly said he's trying to sell the club. Um, so hopefully it happens. And I agree with you, Matt. He's just going to try, keep the keep the, the sort of ball rolling and, and hopefully Nick, we stay uh, in the To what game. extent do you, yeah, do, do you think... And I suppose this is a question to everyone else. Newcastle, they keep going the way they're going. Do they survive this season? No, so that's the thing, Claudio. You know, we've done this for the last... We've had him for 14 years. We had this same situation when we first got relegated. We, we fortunately bounced back. We did it again with getting a Steve McLaren, spending £120 million, thinking he's our next saviour. And then we ended up getting relegated. And fortunately, we bounced back again. <laughs> So this happens every couple of years. So if he's not careful, you know, it could be, you know, there's no, you know, the league table doesn't lie. If you're not good enough, you will be relegated. <clears throat> okay, so, but Nick, right now, as things stand, as things stand, we're going to be doing. in another battle. You know, we, we, you know, you guys laughed about it and you said we were, you know, you didn't even have to worry. But if you look at the, the long parts of that <laughs> season, we shit. were... Actually, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking back about all the moments that you said they were getting relegated. I'm just thinking about it. That's live. Yeah. I'm not sure. Anyway, yeah. No, 100. percent So, like, mm. if we were in a we were in a shit position for a very long time, and you know, yeah. yes, it came it came right at the end. But like like all all does with 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 uh, teams, you know, luck runs out. And, you know, eventually you're not going to have Jolinton scoring a deflected goal that was going for the corner flag and eventually goes in. Like, it's not always going to happen, unfortunately. So, um, I think... I you're think, killing Wonga, yeah. So, you know, and, I, and, and you know that classic saying, you know, in the Premier League, if you're not improving your squad every season, you're just standing... You're actually not even standing still. You're going backwards. Yeah, standing still and, is going backwards. Yeah, standing still is going backwards. So, um 
I, I do worry. I do think we will get one or two in, one, two or three. I, I, I don't think anything more than that. We're not going to set the, the league alight. I think our biggest thing is if we can hold on to St. Maximum, keep him in, uh, injury-free, Almiron injury-free and Wilson injury-free, I think we've got a good chance of you know, spoiling the party at a few clubs this season um, away from home and at home. So, yeah, we'll see. We just have to have to keep um but what was quite interesting you know we were speaking about Grealish and Kane you know if they go that's 200 million pounds Newcastle are going to be sold for 300 between 300 and 350 um so those two players are worth Shit. you know it's crazy to think crazy. the money yeah, um, uh, look so, I think no, I think on paper Newcastle have got a squad that should stay up easily you look at the players they've got on their yeah. books. They're, I think what's always let them down, and, and Nick has pointed it out, He's you might not have heard it. He doesn't always say it out loud, but I think what's let Newcastle down has been Bruce's tactics. I don't think he's... <laughs> he, he doesn't utilise the squad he's very well. He's really kept that to himself. Man. He has. He's, he's In many yeah. ways, he's far too <laughs> diplomatic about Steve Bruce. Yeah. Um, but I think maybe this season he'll speak up. Who knows? Um, yeah. And I think... But I think that's always been the issue. I think that they've, they've got a squad that, that should be good enough to stay up quite easily. Not, I think yeah. they need a bit more. If they were going to challenge for Europe, they'd need a bit more here and there. But I think mm. they're not a team that should be in a relegation scrap. The fact that they are is more damning a Bruce than the squad. Um, yeah. But mm. but to Ashley, it makes no difference. You know, sixteenth is as good as eighth in his book because all yeah. he needs is a squad to be in. The, is a club to be in the Premier League, so it doesn't affect his selling price. If yeah. you look at this, if you look at just to add on, if you look at. Um, Steve Bruce and the, the caliber of manager he is, you know, he's been around the block for like a good 20, 25 years. Um, or no, let's call it 20 years. His, his caliber of, 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 or type of coach is sort of, it's been siphoned out of the Premier League. There's not many teams with, with his sort of, um, you don't have your Sam Allardyce. You got, maybe you could say yes. Sean Dyche. You got Sean Dyche, who's, who's probably a proven survival specialist. Um, but other than that, you've got these new up-and-coming um, managers who who are, sure. you know, different. They're modern. They've got these new ideas, and I just think we are very, very backward in the way we've, you know, even Fulham at, with Scotty Parker. You know, like obviously they went down, but he was exciting to watch. You know, obviously good football doesn't always keep you up, but and you know, he's, he's not there anymore, by the way. He's yeah, he's a Bournemouth. Yeah. He's a yeah. Bournemouth. But but if you look at the like that type of manager was quite there was quite a few of them in the, like the early two thousands, even towards the end of the two thousands. I think we got rid of the last one, the the the, the dinosaur OG uh, Roy Hodgson uh, recently. Um, but other than that, you've got it's, it's Steve Bruce like. David Moyes is still there, but he's kind of reinvented himself. Yeah, you, yeah. you could have said he was one of that generation, but he seems to have updated his approach to the game and, and kind yeah. of moved on a little reinvigorated, bit. Which, reinvigorated his approach, I think. Yeah, I think definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Bruce is still playing the same football he played in 2005, um, yeah. which, which is no longer, definitely no longer working. So, I mean, you even look at the teams that got promoted. You know, you've got that, that exciting manager... Uh, the guy with the long hair from Brentford. Um, <laughs> you know, he's what's his name? Thomas Frank. He's so enthusiastic on the side of the field. He chews like a cow on the side of the field with uh, his chewing gum. Um, he looks quite exciting. I mean, his his sort of approach is is is, is nice to watch. And you know, I'm stuck with Steve Bruce um, to to entertain uh, with his entertainers. Yeah, <laughs> and I suppose that's a flip side. Point of the of the the money in football, 
where you've got an owner like, like Mike Ashley who really doesn't care about what's going on the pitch as long as he's not losing value in the product he's attempting to sell on to the next owners. Yeah. And, and I think maybe that's something we'd want to think about if we were going to inject a few more billionaire owners into the league. How many of them would then start looking at the football as a, a sideshow to the business rather than the, the core thing, which, you know, sure. for all the people, the faults that people point at, you know, Abramovich at Chelsea and the guys at City, at least the football is still their core focus. Abramovich, as we know, is very involved in the football and is really yeah. excited by it. And I think that's the, we don't want to necessarily lose that. You, even if your owners are billionaires, you want them to care about the football, um, yeah. which is a, another thing to think about. Yep. And on that note, I suppose we might as well finish off with a quick final thought. Wonga Denga, Nick, Stothard, and then Matthew. Let's hear it. What do you guys want to end off with? I have nothing to say. Just, um, yes, I mean, I'm just wondering about Arsenal if they actually know who they want. Because uh, every player I see, it's like, oh, he's linked to Arsenal. He's linked to Arsenal. He's, oh, he's linked to Arsenal. No, Arsenal going to do a swap deal with him. Jeez, uh, we'll have, end up having no players, I promise you. With all the well, shop deals we learned to us. But anyways. I mean, Shaka is staying. I mean, that's great news. Uh, <laughs> that's no great I'm... news. <laughs> that's the worst news ever. Goodness so me, my, fi- my final thought, am I the only one who's thought that Wonga did a, a full Foden hairstyle tonight? I think it's just the light, though. At, at some angles, I thought you had uh, dyed that, oh, dyed that hair. hair. Actually, hair, I want yeah. to see that. Guys, if you want Wonga yeah. to bleach his hair, please drop it in the comments and we'll do our best <laughs> to convince him. <laughs> yes, uh, that would be awesome. If Tottenham beat us next season, I'll bleach my hair. Oh, that's oh, a very likely... This coming season. No, this likely. coming season. Yes. Home and away. Home and away. If, if, if Harry Kane leaves, let's say, and Tottenham beats us, I'll bleach my hair. Okay, but there's two factors there now. They're actually, three like, just beat you one. No, no, like in, no, 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 I'm one. saying, Harry no, no, if they, you beat them once, and maybe you, yeah, beat us once, just beat us once. Yeah. Ah, okay. what's happening, bro? Longer, oh, I don't know, man. I feel like you're going to regret that. We are, this is right, we'll see. Tottenham, we are yeah, this that's how And then we are calling you heavy bleach. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think, don't get me wrong, Harry Kane is an important player, but. If if Wonga's they're saying they played in this if, weekend, if, if, but not I'm talk, I'm not talking about this weekend. I'm just talking about in the league. I'm talking about in the league. If he stays, yeah, there's more and more terms and conditions coming in this thing. But oh, oh. No, 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 it's too late. It's too late. He's yeah, it's far. It has, but, okay. it has to be in the okay. league. Kane has to not be playing for Spurs, and they have to lose. And it doesn't matter home or away, he's bleaching his hair, gentlemen. Get that bleach ready. If someone <laughs> wants to sponsor that bleach, please do it. They'll send you our address here at Goal Lunch TV. Matthew, what do you <laughs> want to say? Final thing. Though? Uh, I'm just, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad that the transfer rumors have been put to bed. I'm not leaving Goal Lounge. I'm going to be here for the next season. Um, you know, uh, there, there was a bit of confusion about when I should be back at training. And I apologize to the What's fans for, for any, for, you, you know, for any heartache I might have caused. Um, yeah, I was up. obviously fined my match day fee, um, which yep. I'm going to be giving to charity, uh, 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 Bleached Hairs Anonymous or something like that. Um, yep. And... Uh, <laughs> Good to be back, guys. I mean, Looking forward to the Daniel, new season. I, I'm just happy Daniel you never got arrested. I'm just happy you never got arrested in, on some Greek island uh, on holidays. <laughs> for yeah, fighting, yeah. For fighting, protecting your, nah. protecting your sister or something like that. <laughs> My sister can look after herself. <laughs> She'd be looking after me. <laughs> 
Uh, gentlemen, thank you very much for a fantastic evening. We will be launching a fantasy league, so get those teams ready. We'll be touching on that next oh, yeah. week. And yes, you can see we're eight days away from the Premier League because, you know, viewers came out to, to rock with us again. So we appreciate that. Thank you very much. Guys, I'll see you next week. Have a fantastic one. And remember, stop it. Stop, stop, stop it. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Stop, stop, stop it. <laughs> I was going to say, be cool. Stop it. Stop it. <sighs>